0: Welcome to the Be Better Podcast with Lee Barrison.
1: True stories from Bakersfield's business owners and entrepreneurs. Lee is a local real estate broker that sold over 1,700 houses in almost 18
0: years. He is a husband, father, owner, and lead coach of Infinity Real Estate Services. And now it's time for the Be Better Podcast. What's up everybody, it's Lee Harrison with the Be Better Podcast and today we are introducing uh, episode number 17. And as many of you guys already know, uh, this podcast is designed for business owners. This podcast is designed uh, for folks that want to grow and also be better in all areas of their life. Whether it be uh, for business, whether it be for your health, whether it be for your financing... We want you to be better in all areas, um, and, and again, that's why we're here. We're here, not here to, to make money, we're not here to collect money, we're not here to raise money. We're simply trying to give back to those of you guys out there that are uh, listeners, to, to those of you guys that are subscribers, and our goal is to really just give back to the community uh, in any way we can by bringing on a great guest um, that we've had a library and a lot of fun with talking to and uh, really just talking about the truth, about what it takes in order to be a true business owner, a true entrepreneur, and how fun and sexy it is to be uh, in in that line of work as we know it's not always true. So, with no further ado guys, I want to introduce a really, really good friend of mine. Um, I've known him going on about two years. I think we've been, you know, have become close friends. Uh, This guy here has a great story. Uh, the reason why I wanted to bring him on to our podcast today is because he's a serial entrepreneur, okay? So he's he's a little diversified. Uh, he's got his hands in a couple different uh, buckets right now, and uh, he may have his hands in, in a few more buckets come down the road, because he's actually pretty young still. So with no further ado, um, I would like to introduce my man, my friend, Gurjeet Singh. Say hello, Gurjeet. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the podcast, my man. Thank really, you, Lee, I for inviting you. me over. Yes, yeah. So, uh, Gurji, First off, let's do this. Let's. Why don't, why don't you tell everybody who you are, what your family life looks like, and uh, and and we'll take it from there. Yeah, I mean, I came to U.S. in
1: 1998, okay. January 29, 1998. The day I arrived at LAX, and when I came here, I went to school in India. It was typically Punjabi school, so I didn't know English at all when I came here. I started off uh, in ninth grade, middle of ninth grade at South High School. So I've completed my high school at South High, and then I went to BC, and then after that I went to Cal State. I live with my mom and dad, my wife, and two kids. Uh, my kids are nine and six-year-old.
0: And they're really good-looking kids, by the uh, way. Of yes. course, yeah.
1: um, and then so, and then I started here, uh, working at my dad's retail store. It was a dollar store on Brandage, and then that's why I started off in a retail. I was basically doing everything, being a cashier, being a stocker, and then ordering merchandise. And then, so from there, I just wanted to be a business owner one day. Mm-hmm. So, and then we started uh, Wireless City in 2011, and Because I was just always into electronics, so I decided one day I'm going to open up a store of electronics. So we did it, and it's working fine, and we still own it. And then, um, like, about three years ago, I decided to become a notary public. One of my friends was forcing me to be a notary public, and I was telling him, I was like, you know what, there's two places next door to me that, that does notary. He's like, doesn't matter. All the people you know, they're going to come to you. So, And I'm doing really good in notary public also. And then I was watching videos of everybody. And then back in 2007, I took real estate classes, but I never went and took an exam because we were so busy in uh, retail dollar stores uh-huh. that I didn't have a time to... You didn't it. have
0: Wireless City at the time?
1: No, I didn't have Wireless City at okay. that time. Wireless City was just open in 2011. Okay. So we had retail stores. We had one on Lane, one on Brandage. And then I was like, you know what? I can do everything together, so... And then once I had Wild City opened up, it's running well, and then I decided to go back and study real estate again. So I started studying and then passed my exam. Here I am, I work as a realtor now with Infinity Real Estate Services. Wow, what a great story, okay good. Thank you for sharing that. So so again,
0: going back to, let's start from the beginning though, okay. So you, so you mentioned it was January... 29, 1998. 29, 1998 you landed at the LAX, coming from India, mm-hmm. you, you stepped foot in America,
1: and you didn't speak any English whatsoever, right? No. Um, I probably know just like about ABC because we used st- in uh, government schools in state of Punjab. Back in the days, they start English from a sixth grade. And then that's when you learn ABC in the sixth grade. But you're
0: already conditioned to speak Punjab.
1: Yeah. yeah, well of course we know, because we were just so much into Punjabi, because that's where we speak in Punjab.
0: Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so
1: you came to America
0: January 1998, not knowing a word of English, and I want you to share everybody about the story about how you learn English in high school, because I really got a kick out of this, guys. You gotta take a listen to it.
1: Um, I was in high school, so every time somebody wants to talk to me, and um, I would just turn the other way, because I can't understand them, and I don't know how to talk to them. So one day I went home, and I was like, you know what, I have to deal with it. I have to do something about it. So what I ordered, I basically got few dictionaries from India. It was a pocket dictionaries that was from English to Punjabi and Punjabi to English. So I would keep that one of the small dictionary in my pocket, back pocket. So if somebody asked me something and I can't understand, I'll just pull out the dictionary and tell them to hang on, give me a minute. So I'll still try to reply to them and that's how I learned English.
0: Okay, so you actually carried a dictionary around everywhere you went.
1: Everywhere I went, it was a small pocket dictionary and I had it with me, always in my pocket.
0: What a great story. Yeah, And so like, now let me ask you this, did anybody ever get offended or did anybody ever talk down to you because I mean basically they had to they were impatient or maybe they just you know didn't respect you for not knowing English
1: I think mostly people are willing to help because yep. they're thinking that you're learning you know um, Beautiful. and yeah. then I think the only way you learn you have to speak because um, if you speak it's just practice you know yeah so I was working at a retail store like from I was going to high school till two thirty-five PM, and then from three to nine o'clock, I was working hmm. even from high school. So, and I will practice because I was a cashier, so I'll practice with all the clients, you know. Of course, yeah. And then that's how basically I learned English.
0: Okay, interesting. So, so you you had to learn obviously by by translating through a dictionary, mm-hmm. Punjabi to English and vice versa, and then also at the at the store at the at the at the ninety-nine cent store. It's right? a, it was a dollar store. Yeah, it was a dollar store, mm-hmm. right? And so you. Uh, were able to practice on all the customers walking in and out of the store. Yes. Um, so tell me more about that, Gurjeet. So you were, you were in high school, right? So were you are were basically a freshman to your senior year. You worked by stocking and- uh, Oh yeah,
1: I worked whole my high school year. Uh, I mean, basically high school, I was stocking, being a cashier. And then I even went to college. Even in college days, I, was, I will still like um, be a cashier or stocking person at mm-hmm. the store, you know, because I wanted to work and pay on my school also. And then in 2006, uh, we opened up another store and then my dad decided to basically, he transferred one of the store to my name and one of the other store to my brother's name because he want both of the sons to be equal. So then uh, that's how we started. And then in 2013, the you know how economy went on yeah, after yeah. 2008 and stuff. Our rent was really high. We were paying $12,000 a month. Ooh. Oh yeah. How many square a, feet were you in? It was twenty two thousand square feet dollar store. Okay. So it was a pretty big it dollar. It was the store. largest dollar store in Bakersfield. Privately owned. Privately owned. Yeah. And then uh so we couldn't afford the rent. It was twelve thousand a month. And then we tried talking to a landlord. He didn't want to work it out. So in 2013, after everything, we decided to close it because we could. We weren't making it.
0: Okay, good. But so, in,
1: in in 2011, we opened up Wireless City because I wanted something as a backup.
0: Right, right, okay. And then Wireless City, why don't we start, why don't we switch gears to that, Gurjeet? So I think you mentioned something about how, uh, uh, how many customers did you have, you know, your first, you know, I mean, you're, I mean, like you the, started the, from the bottom, basically, right?
1: I started from a scratch. Uh, I was thinking if I can maybe do a hundred dollar sale a day, it will make me three thousand dollar. It will pay my rent, PG&E, uh, phone bill, and internet bill. It will cover all the business expenses, but except pay, I won't get any no pay. money in your pocket. No money in my pocket. So I started off there, and then uh, after three months, I was breaking even. Okay. And then I was like, you know what? It's gonna take time, but then I, I I will be posting like probably you, you guys probably still see me. I post probably. 10 to 15 ads a day on Facebook.
0: Let me stop you right there. Real quick, guys, I just want to invite you to look for Gurjeet on Facebook because he's extremely active. I'm sure he posts multiple times a day.
1: Yeah, because you will you guys will see my ads under Wireless City. That's for the wireless store. You guys probably see my ads for Shuttle Service. Notary Republic. Notary Republic, And then Gurjeet Singh Realtor. I mostly work in Southwest area because a lot of Indian clients live there, so... I'll be there, and I'm active. So if you guys ever need anything, I'm available mostly seven days a week. Okay, good.
0: Yeah, and so so going back to Wireless City though, okay, because we can't not skip this story. Okay. So so you started from the bottom. Three months into it, you finally broke even. Broke even. So you're you're feeding the business. I was for feeding the business for
1: first actually first whole year. I didn't took anything home. Okay. Uh, Whatever I was making, I was just putting into a business because I want the business to establish, Mm -hmm. you know? With more products. More products and and stuff. It took me two years to have everything in the store, whatever I wanted Mm -hmm. it. And then, yeah, third year, I did started making money a little bit. I was making money in third year. Okay,
0: so let's stop right there for a minute. So three years, guys, not three months. Mm -hmm. Not three weeks, but it no. took him three years to actually put some money in his pocket.
1: Yeah, because uh, okay. whatever I was making, I was I just wanted to invest. Mm-hmm. I did ha- I did hire uh, employee in the second year. She was part time. I still miss her. She's one. She was one of my really nice one friend and employee. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Her name was Claudia, uh, and then she's still in Bakersfield. We still talk. So, and then um, that's how we started. She was helping me on like on Sundays, I will come late because I go to Temple on Sundays, so yeah. I'll come late, she'll open. She was helping me like three to four hours a day, and then that's how we started. But now we are at, we're doing good, I have three employees, and I'm still there, but I'm in and out mm. because they work mostly, they're all students. So I work with their schedule. If they're morning students, I'll give them evening hours. If they're evening students, then I'll give them morning hours.
0: Fantastic. So you you also work around their schedules to accommodate them, and yeah, what, and, and I'm sure it works quite well with your schedule oh yeah, too.
1: yeah, yeah, it, it works with them. Also, it works with me. And then one of them has been working with me from last seven years. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Okay. So you have a long term guy mm-hmm. in there too. Yeah. So so real quick, or uh, before we jump off topic. Um, I I think, now you're you're wireless customers, right? The customers that uh, sign uh, plans with you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think in the beginning you mentioned you didn't have very many people.
1: We, at at first month, I think I only had about 33 uh, customers. Okay. Who was basically wireless that I activated SIM card, issued them a number. Okay. But now I think I can say we probably have over... I can say since we opened and till till now, we probably have at least five thousand lines in Bakersfield. Okay,
0: so we had thirty three customers to begin with, mm-hmm. and in eight short years, you now have over five thousand repeat paying customers. Mostly, that you've some created. of them
1: are auto pay. Some of them are maybe um, they still come because being a prepaid, you can pay it anywhere. They don't have to come to our store. Yeah, yeah, but. As far as I know, we did activate that many SIM cards that we have that many clients. Okay,
0: fantastic. Yeah, so so you mean you've really grown mm-hmm. uh, quite in, in really a short short amount of time. We with that, and so those are repeat customers. Um, and uh, you know, I, and I know you do translation at the at the store as well, right? For anybody that needs. Uh, translation and... and
1: uh... I basically, yeah, help. I mean, there's so many uh, Indian clients yeah. who s- doesn't speak English. I wanted to help them out. The reason, because I know when I was at their stage. So, uh, and like sometimes they want they want to bring me some letters. I just read it for them at no charge to them, you know? And then I do notary public so sometimes they have uh, things that somebody else can't do it because they don't speak the same language. Mm. So I mostly get a lot of notary appointments at the shop. Especially after 5 p.m. because nobody's available and I'm still available till 8 p.m.
0: Okay, fantastic So so guys uh, real quick, why don't you give them the address over on Panama Lane where uh, Wireless City is and where they might be able to find you?
1: Okay, we're located at the corner of Panama and Weibel 3150 Panama Lane Suite E Bakersfield 93313.
0: Okay, fantastic. So anybody out there that needs uh, to speak to Gurjeet uh, or if you need anything with cell phone. I, he, he hooked me up with a great cell phone case. I still have it, it still works perfectly fine. Um, he does a lot of cell phone repairs uh, and anything else in, in that area. Um, so, so real quick, Gurjeet, let's, let's keep moving forward, okay? So here we are, we've got the cell phone company, right? Eight mm-hmm. years and running. You're not going anywhere, it doesn't sound no, like no, either. No, no. no
1: th- that I will never let it go. That's your baby. That's my baby. Yeah, and then second, uh, we, we also do notary. I'm actually a really successful, um, I love what I do, um, and I think I probably do more notaries than anybody else in that neighborhood.
0: Yeah, I agree, yeah. So, and and you just notarized something for me yesterday, and I saw the signatures in your book. Mm -hmm. And you're available on the weekends, Sundays, evenings. Yep, Yeah.
1: the only day, um, I'm mostly available on Sunday, but I go to Temple and I want to spend time with kids. The only time I will not take an appointment if I'm, I'm taking out my kids somewhere yeah. to yeah. the park or to the movie and stuff. Yeah. But if I'm available, if I'm home and somebody really need a notary, I can still get it done for them.
0: Okay, fantastic. And so we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, give out your contact information at the end of this podcast here. Um, okay, so good. So serial entrepreneur, here we go. Cell phone, notary, real estate agent. Yes. Okay, so what, about a year and a half ago you got licensed, I believe? Uh, I
1: started in May, last year of May. Okay, good. So because we're, we're, I started with you in March, but my license didn't
0: come until May. Okay, so it's so about a year. It's about a year. Okay, good. So how? what's your career been like? What, what's it like being a real estate agent?
1: I wasn't a full-time real estate agent. Even right now, I'm not a full-time real estate yep. agent because I still manage wireless city. I still do a lot of notary. Uh, but um, started off, uh, it, took, it takes a while. I mean, like, you know how most of the people leaves real estate within first five to seven months because mm-hmm. they don't sell anything. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted a backup line. So my backup line was Wireless City. So I started off, I, my first transaction uh, was in on the fifth month. But as far as now, I'm doing good. Yeah, you are. Um, I have, I believe I have six closing this year already. Mm-hmm. And then I have three in escrow. And I'm working on three listings right now.
0: Three listings, and you've already taken three this month. I already
1: took three listings this month already.
0: So, you, so potentially, in your 12th month of real estate, you are now uh, closing three this month and potentially taking six listings total mm-hmm. for the month. Yes. Good for you, very proud of you. Very Thank proud you. of you. Um, Thank you. Okay, that's good. Um, you know, and, and I, I'm just gonna kind of butt in here for a minute, but it's really fun to watch Gurjeet because number one, he, he is, a, is a very uh, self, I'm sorry, he's a very, he's a servant to a lot of people uh, and it shows, you know, he always services people with a big smile on his face. He's always got a smile. He's always happy, although he's busy. Okay, um, but he's he never takes or he never uh, acts like he doesn't have enough time to stop and talk and 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 so on and so forth. And so, you know, um, uh, my wife and I actually have uh, uh, you know spent some time with him uh, at the temple and uh, during some of the uh, the parades that he's invited us to. And I got to tell you, he's kind of like the mayor. Of the Indian community in Bakersfield, because when we go to these, these, uh, these, these, uh, these meetings with with thousands and thousands of people from India, guys, I mean, everyone knows Gurjeet.
1: Because mostly because I have a you know, wireless store in Panama, and then mostly that Southwest neighborhood is a lot of Indian community lives of course, there. yeah. So and then being. Um, because we're prepared retailers for the cell phones and the SIM cards, no contract, no credit check or nothing like that. So whenever somebody even comes new from India and stuff, they need a plan to call India. And Mm. we offer like plans starting at $20, unlimited calling to India, Canada and US.
0: How much would it be if you went to any other store, like uh, like a major franchise or whatnot?
1: Like, let's say probably about 50 bucks at least, and then even India Call is not included. Oh, okay. So mostly I think their first stop is my shop whenever they even come from other country or other state or other city, because that's where they're gonna get the first SIM card. Mm, that makes a lot of sense, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah so so, so it's, it's a major discount if they're from India and they have family back there, of course, Yeah, because of
1: the plans that we offer.
0: Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. good. All right, so so now um, let me ask you this Kurjeet. so uh, being in the southwest right you live there mm-hmm. um, and we know that the you know the, uh, the Southwest has a huge uh, Indian culture and community over there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what what type of interactions do because I see you interacting you know at the temple, uh, I've seen that a few times. But what what other activities are you doing to service people in the Indian community?
1: Um, actually, like you know, and there's we I started out with myself, and now we are like about 15, 16 members. Yeah, we're still thinking about to make a non-profit organization. It's called United Six of Bakersfield, California. We mostly help, uh, like, we try to help poor families uh, in India uh, for like who has their kids going to school but they cannot afford the fees because mm-hmm. in India this education is not free till the 12th grade here like we have it here and, um, and then also if somebody has a medical bill that they cannot pay we try to help them out Mm. We even help uh, some families here who has funerals and they don't have enough money for the funeral. But we do do need a proof of the funeral. I went and talked to somebody at the corner of Panama and Weibel. They were uh, raising funds for the funeral. Mm-hmm. I walked to them. I was like, you know what? We help families, and then it's not that we only help families in India. We can help any family, but we need a proof that you guys are doing funeral, yeah. and then this gentleman at the light, there was like five, six of them, They was asking for money. In the middle of the street. In the middle of the the street. And I went to them, I was like, you know what, we have $500 budget that we can give it to you guys, but we just need a proof. And he was like, yeah, we'll be right back in 15 minutes. And then in 15 minutes, they all disappeared, which means it wasn't a real funeral. Oh, you're kidding me. So guys, be careful when you guys give money out for those funeral services at the lights, not everybody is real. Wow. It happened to us three times already. At that same location? At the same location. Wow. So it's not like, you know, and then I don't know if you guys heard about it. It was a news about two years ago that somebody were raising money in Wasco, I believe, or Shafter for somebody's funeral. And that girl was still alive. She lives in Bakersfield. So they just had a picture of her on there. Oh, my gosh. So please wow. be careful when you donate because you don't want to donate at the wrong place.
0: Yeah. Thanks for sharing that with us. So, yeah, I mean, guys, you know, just be cautious of who you're giving money to because there's a lot of. Scams out there nowadays, and and you know people do anything to make money nowadays. So, um, so real quick though, going back to the nonprofit, I love that idea, man. Um, and and so it's not designed just for the the Sikh community. No, or, it's but for it, everybody. It's for everybody, but but primarily, it's you know, it sounds like you guys are trying to pour into the kids in India.
1: Yeah, who can't afford to study, or who, like let's say some family has a medical bills because you know how we have a free medical here. Mm-hmm. I I'm a proud that I'm in United States and yeah. uh, you know and then but what it is not everybody not basically in India there's no plans such as like that where you can get a free medical so be, before they even give you like admit at the hospital they want you to deposit some money you know mm. so not everybody can afford bills there so we help like so far I believe we probably um uh, 29 families so far wow, that's and awesome. then we help like you know for medical, for schools, and then even, especially girls who are getting married, and if their family can't afford for to pay for their wedding, we even help them. You pay for weddings too. Weddings too. Oh my gosh! But mostly, like you know, if they cannot afford, you know, we don't offer them like you know thousands of dollars to <laughs> for expensive wedding, but something basic. You know what sure. I mean? Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like the cake or something. Like yeah. Yeah, I understand. Well, that's really, that's awesome that you get you guys give back to people. Of course, it's got to be verified, right? You just yes. don't uh, hand money out. Um, <clears throat> so let's go ahead and uh, kind of wind this down a little bit, Gurjeet. But uh, again, man, I really do appreciate you sharing the story because uh, Thank you. I know before we got started with this podcast, um, you may have been a little nervous because you mentioned I've never been on, on uh, a podcast before. Yeah. Has it been that bad so far? No. Nah, that's pretty good, right? It's just you and me. Mm-hmm. So, so here we go. Let's go and you know uh, wind this down a little bit, Gurjeet. But uh, why don't uh, why don't you tell me? You know, like what are your what are your plans? Uh, you know, how old are you right now? Thirty six. I'm thirty six year old. Okay, good. So you're thirty six years old. How do I remember all your guys' age? It's funny. I mean, but anyways, you're thirty six years young. You know why? Because you deal with us every day. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Okay, so you're thirty six. Uh, when's your birthday? March, uh, right?
1: 24th. March? December 24th. December, okay. Christmas. Eve. Christmas, okay. Christmas Eve, yeah. Wow, yeah. Very cool.
0: Um, okay, good, so so we're, we're 36, approaching 37. Uh, two kids, uh, beautiful wife, beautiful family, three different businesses. Uh, what What does your future look like? I mean, in the next five to 10 years, why don't you tell me and everybody
1: else out there what, uh, what life looks like for you? Mm-hmm. In five to 10 years, what I, wanted to do, I wanted to be a successful business person in a real estate field also mm-hmm. and also a wireless store that I have. You want to open up another location? Uh, for wireless, no. Okay. Um, I'll just stick with the one I have yep. and then I'll just um, mostly focus on that. And can, then Can I stop you just for a minute? Because well, I learned something just two weeks ago. Sure.
0: Cause, and you and I have actually talked about this, about mm-hmm. opening up a second real estate office in a different location primarily thinking about the Southwest, right? Yes. Um, I went to uh, a, a, a a management retreat two weeks ago, and mm-hmm. they started talking about opening up individual real estate offices mm-hmm. and how it dilutes the system. I don't know if that's in, if that can happen in retail or not. But mm-hmm. If you were to open up a second location, maybe like in the east side or maybe off Brundage or something like that, do you see any downfall or any?
1: I actually did open up a second location on Brundage. Okay, uh, it was. I opened first one in 11, and I opened the second one in 2013, end of two thousand thirteen two years later. Two two and a half years later, Mm -hmm. Um, but it was working fine, but it was really hard to manage. And then there was a certain, because of the area or whatever it is, and then I looked at it after everything, I was like, you know what, it's worth for me to sell it. Mm. And then, because I didn't have to pay much for it, because I already had all the contracts, all the contracts for the accessories and stuff, so I opened it up. The rent was really cheap. The owner signed up a lease for thousand dollar. It was really cheap rent there. Yeah. And then I sold it after seven months, and I made a good money there. So I was like, you know what? It was worth selling it. Mm-hmm. And then I was back to focus on Panama. Okay, your so baby. Was, yeah.
0: Yeah. So so I mean, we're we're switching gears here again, but like, go, let's go back to that management problem. So so you open up a second location two years later. What why don't you tell everybody out there like what what was the problem with the management side?
1: See what it is because uh, we do iPhone repairs at the shop mm-hmm. uh, and then we also need somebody who can mostly focus as advertisement because that's the only way you can make money if your shop is out there. There's so much competition in the cell phone field. Mm-hmm. If you look at it every corner there's a cell phone store yeah. so I mean we don't have no competition with the major franchise companies because their cases starts at like cell phone cases starts at thirty five dollars. And our cases starts at ten, and maximum is only sixteen dollars. So mm-hmm. we don't have no competition on accessories with them at all. But the plans they offer, because most at our stores being a prepaid, you have to buy the phone phone at a full price. At their stores, you can make a payment. You can them. finance. You it. can finance it. So yeah. that's the only downfall for our stores. But if you look at it in a long run, you save more money with us than the franchise companies because instead of paying. Hundred and ten dollar for unlimited plan. You can pay fifty dollar for unlimited plan at our stores with,
0: with, overseas included.
1: Yeah, yeah, overseas included. Like yeah. we even have plans. Even we even have AT and plan that's sixty dollar a month unlimited. You know, but it doesn't have in in, in calling to India or Ca- it does have calling to Canada, but not to India. Mm, okay. So there's different plans. We I so far I deal with eleven companies at the store. So we, we can activate sims for eleven companies at the store. So let's say if you go to AT&T store, the only SIM they're gonna activate is AT&T. AT&T yeah. If you go to Verizon store, that's all they're gonna activate is Verizon. So we can activate AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and all the other prepaid companies at mm. the store. So going
0: back to management, though. Uh, it's
1: well, The reason why it's tough, because you you can't find a trust person who mm. can handle it. And then like I hired two repair guys and then, I want somebody who's professional so we won't have complaints for the store, you know? Like if you look at our store, Wireless City on Google or wherever, we're a five-star company in Bakersfield. And as far as I'm looking at it, I think we're the only five-star company in Bakersfield that's prepaid and then individually owned. So the problem was finding good, finding talent, a good loyal people you can trust. And loyal. then, like, you know, make sure they're trained to do repairs. Because mm-hmm. you're not watching them. No, you're not watching them. Yeah. And then I don't want them to... You know how when we do repairs, we mostly ask for a password because we have to test out the screen and stuff. Some people are a little afraid, they don't want to give out their password because we totally understand it's their privacy Mm -hmm. and all of those things. And as far as I know, we're the only repair shop in Bakersfield that does the repair right in front of the customer. We don't take customer's phone to the back room either. We do it right, there's a station right next to our cashier store where we do it. Which builds trust, of course, yeah. And then also um, the only reason why we asked password because we have to access the screen before we can close it so we can test the touch. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so I don't want, I had a guy's, you know, and then I hired somebody and then I kind of noticed that he might be getting into customer phone or whatever, so I just fired him, you know. Mm -hmm. It was about three years ago. But I want somebody who can trust us, and then we will not get into customers' information at all. We do all the repairs right in front of the customer. Okay. As long as like you know, technician is there or I'm there, we'll get repairs done within 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, oh, that's good. That's really good turnaround time too. Because mm-hmm. I've said it. Uh, I'm. I'm a. I'm not gonna say any names, but. I have a different service, and I've sat there for two about almost two hours one time, mm-hmm. um, waiting for my phone to be serviced. Like so,
1: iPhone six, if I really wanted to get it done for a customer and they really wanted it, I can open it up and replace the screen and uh, put it together. Everything in seven minutes.
0: Jeez, Louise, okay. <laughs> That's called repetition, right? You, yes, you've done it a few times. All right, so listen, here we go. Five to ten years from now, we're you know you you mentioned something about being a very successful business person.
1: Yes, I want basically I want to be a successful business person where I can afford uh, my kids to send to uh, wherever they want for school. They wanted to become doctor, engineer, so I can afford to pay. I want to make enough money so I can buy whatever I wanted for myself, for my wife, and mom and dad. And one day, when I have enough money, I would love to buy a brand new car for my dad Mm. with no payments, and so he doesn't have to worry about it. Even now, he doesn't have no payment, whatever Mm. he drives, but I want brand new car for him with no payments at all.
0: Wow, that's great, man. What, what kind of car
1: would you like to buy him? Uh, actually, he, he's pretty picky. Yeah, He just mostly loves Toyota. Okay. So I don't know what he wants, but whenever I can afford it, whatever he wants, I'll buy it for him.
0: Okay, well, very, very good. Gurjeet, uh, before we wrap this up, uh, I, I just want to thank you again. for Thank you, uh, Lee, yeah. for inviting me over. Yeah, it wasn't that bad, right? No, it wasn't bad. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. good. All right, guys, so listen, uh, that's that's gonna be a wrap, but before we close, uh, I want Gurjeet, I want you to be able to tell everybody how to get a hold of you,
1: um, uh, where you specialize, the wireless, real estate, anything included. Yeah, mostly, uh, if you guys ever need me, I'm mostly available seven days a week. Uh, you guys can call me from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. After 9 p.m., it's not that I turn off my phone or anything, but I just don't answer phone calls because that's a family time. Mm-hmm. And on Sundays, mostly um, I am available, but in the from 12 to 2, mostly I might not answer phone calls because I usually go to Temple, and we do a lot of volunteer work there also. If you guys have to get a hold of me or for wireless-related, you guys can call 661-834-3434. So once you guys can dial that number, you won't forget because it's so easy, 661-834-3434. And if you guys need anything for no Republic or real estate needs, give me a call at my cell 661-912-8300 and I will be available. So anything you guys need, just hit me up and I am available for real estate needs and no Republic. Very cool. You you know where to get a hold of uh, Gurjeet Singh, guys. Bakersfield,
0: California, uh, Infinity Real Estate Services, Wireless City, uh,
1: whatever... Uh, not Wireless City, I apologize, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. You guys can get a hold of me wherever you guys want. Just dial my number, six six one nine one two eight three zero zero. And then also, if you guys have somebody, you guys are having problems speaking Punjabi, yeah. and you guys have a referral for me, refer me over, and then I can take care of you guys by referral fee.
0: Perfect. Okay, very good. That's a wrap. Thank you so much, Kurjeet, And thank you guys for listening to the Be Better podcast. Uh, again... Uh, You know, I want to thank everyone out there for subscribing to our podcast, giving us a five star review and any reviews and comments that you guys might leave behind. Um, We do appreciate uh, everything that you guys do in supporting our podcast. And thank you again to Gurjeet Singh for uh, being our special guest today. With that being said, it's a wrap. Have a great day, guys. Thank you, guys. Have a great day.